Today, $70 billion of Christian's money is invested in funds that support abortions and anti-family lifestyles. We want to change that. This is FBI. Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. Anthony is a financial advisor as well as an ordained minister. He'll show you how to keep God's blessings on your investments by taking scripture and applying practical step-by-step investment principles. You can keep your money from funding anti-biblical companies. Here's your faith-based investing team, Tom Levine and Anthony Wright, the investment preacher. And welcome to today's edition of Faith-Based Investing with Anthony and Aaron Wright. I'm Tom Levine. Happy New Year to you. Guys, how are you doing today? Doing wonderful. Had a great new year and excited about 2021. What about you? Absolutely. Lots of great uh, family time over the holidays, and uh, it was it was a complete and total blessing. So uh, anyway, I'm so thankful to be part of God's family. Hey, man, we're, we're too blessed to be stressed, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'll tell you. And he keeps uh, things interesting, though. God does. He has ways of making sure we stay close to his side as we move forward. And uh, I'm just dedicating this new year to to God and uh, asking for his rich blessings. Amen. So, um, Anthony and Aaron, we saw the markets start the first business day of the new year with a big drop in stock prices and then a bounce back the next day. So, did that surprise you? And do you have any fearless predictions about the market performance in 2021? No, no surprises there. I mean, that's, uh, that's pretty much... It stayed the course pretty much from the Christmas holidays all the way through. No big surprises. Um, I think we're going to have to wait and see how the presidential election plays out to know kind of the direction it's going to go. But honestly, um, I think it's going to weigh more on the the way the power swing happens in the Senate, I, I think, personally, will impact the market more than the presidential race the market is already kind of pre-priced, um, the, this presidential stuff that's going on. I think you're going to see, um, once they get all this struggle worked out and sorted out with the Senate races, then I think you'll you'll see one way or the other if it's going to move. Now, obviously, if Biden does end up going to power and he does end up getting in the office, um, I, you know, there's a lot of skepticism whether he'll actually get nominated uh inaugurated or not and um but if he does i think you're gonna see a we could see a pretty good sized market correction just because of his tax uh he's he's made it pretty well known he's gonna raise taxes um we got all this stimulus money we got to pay back and you know they've been pretty clear pretty straightforward that uh they've not they've not pulled any punches with us that i think it's going to be an economic strain and i think it's going to hurt uh, our, our economic, especially in the stock market too. But, you know, one thing, that, and I'm asked probably on a daily basis, what do I think is going to happen in the presidential race? I think that you're going to see, I, I just don't know what it is at this at this particular moment, but I think you're going to see uh, somehow Trump is going to maintain power. I don't know if he's going to, I don't know if he's going to do that through uh, the Senate and the what do they call that the electoral college, college thing yeah. yeah i don't know if you're going to see it there 
I don't know if you're going to see him declare martial law. I just kind of have a feeling, hunch in my gut, that something is going to happen. He, he, he will not show his cards. We all know that. He has studied Chinese warfare even when he was sent off to military school as a 12-year-old kid. And he's he's very, very skilled in Chinese warfare. And one thing that's really big about that Chinese warfare, they do not tell you their next move. So I think he has something up his sleeve. Uh, I think he's he possibly could be considering martial law. Um, but I just don't think I, I, I may be surprised. And uh, now I'm going to be recorded, you know, because obviously our, we, we, we get recorded on the airways. So I'm going to be on record as saying that uh, I, I think I am going to be surprised and shocked if he is inaugurated on January 20th. And the, and the basis behind that is kind of if you watch President Trump, he is not a man that likes to lose. And he sure don't like to lose to such a weak candidate. And I just don't think he's going to go down in history as getting cheated and getting frauded out of an election by a very weak candidate. Uh, I mean, Biden can't even get 30 people to show up at his talk in Atlanta, but they're supposed to they're making us believe that he got 80 million votes nationwide. I mean, it don't even pass the common sense sniff test. So I just don't see Trump peacefully handing over the keys to the White House on January the 20th. And I think that could throw us into a market decline and a market correction. And I think you're going to see the markets flip and flop and struggle a little bit until this gets sorted out. Well, I'll tell you, you guys have done a great job of managing our family finances during all of the uh, uh, turbulence here over the last few weeks and months. And, uh, you know, many Christians really want to be good stewards with the resources that God's provided them. Um, we always have brand new listeners. So, uh, Aaron, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, what this faith-based investing concept is all about? Yeah, absolutely, Tom. And faith-based investing is, is very simply just about Christians and upholding God's standards. Hmm. That's the first priority. Um, yet, they do not... Uh, think about what their money is actually funding and what it's actually going to. What is it supporting? So we're about trying to get the word out and educate Christians like myself about what their money is funding and where it's going. And so it's a it's a process through we we screen your current portfolio. We look at what you have, and it'll it'll screen for anything that's anti-biblical or anti-Christ-like. So. Things like if it's going to support maybe LGBTQ mm-hmm. or uh, abortion, Planned Parenthood, uh, things like that, gambling, tobacco, alcohol. Those are some of the things that we can look uh, in your portfolio within it to see if you're funding those things, if your money is going to support that. Uh, if you're like me and you don't want uh, your money supporting things that are against your belief like that, then let us screen it and we can tell you. That's really what it's about is just looking at what you're supporting, where your money is going, and, and knowing that so you can be lined up with, with God's word, with him, with what, he, what, he, what the word says and what you believe is your values. Very good. Uh, you know, people are becoming a little bit more aware of this whole idea of having somebody who has 
uh, credentialing and is a fiduciary and all of that. Right. Can you just describe a little bit about why that's important and um, is that the thing that people should be looking for? Yeah. yeah, they definitely need to be looking for a fiduciary. Like Aaron was just saying, it's, you know, we're here to help the Christian community know that their investments is lining up with their morals. That is the top priority. But even uh, even above that, you always want to make sure your financial advisor is fiduciary. Um, and we, we're all fiduciary. I even have four CFPs that um, are on the team. So... And uh, I'm sorry, three three CFPs that are on the team, and then uh, Aaron and I are the investment advisors. Of course, I'm the CEO mm -hmm. of the company, but we're all fiduciary, and that's the only way we're going to do it, and that's the only way you want to do it. So, just to kind of explain to the listeners, as opposed to a, what they're probably familiar with, would be called a stockbroker. The biggest difference is is stockbrokers are not. Um, you know they're they're there to get you to purchase something or sell something because they're going to make money every time there's a trade. That is not the way we do it. We we sit on your side of the table, much like your attorney, and we will take a look at your entire portfolio and then we will give you some advice. And you can either take that advice and do it, or you can take the advice and forget about it. But we're not making money every time we place a trade or every time you buy a stock or anything like that. Now, we do have an asset under management fee for overseeing those assets, but that's just an annual basis that we get for managing the money. And the big thing with this faith-based investing, and another term you'll hear it called is biblically responsible investing. Right. You know, in, in today's investment market, I mean, there are plenty of social responsible investment opportunities out there for the investor, and they do have a heart toward social activism and environmental and other concerns like that, but this is different from that where this is straight-up faith-based investing, straight-up biblical responsible investing. I'm an ordained minister, have been 20 years of my life. I've owned this company now 12 of that 20 and we are not just going to give you stocks that are faith-based. We know who they are. We have approximately, oh, I don't know, 1,800 to 2,000 of them in our, in our arsenal. We know who they are. We know the type of returns they get. And our number one lead source is people referring their friends and family to us because we do such a good job of return on investment that's being a good steward of God's money. As you well know, the story of the talents in the Bible where you know God gave the guy five, he doubled it. He gave another guy five, he doubled it. And he gave the guy one, he did nothing with it. And he took it away from him. So it's one thing to say, yes, we're fiduciary. It's definitely number two would be we're going to only focus on the faith-based side. Make sure your investments line up with God's word. Make sure you're not funding abortions. Make sure you're not funding sex trafficking pornography, anything like that that's going to go against your your biblical beliefs. And then we're going to come, come in and we use a stop-loss protection so that we come in and build algorithms around your portfolio. If the market were to decline and it, it triggered that trailing stop-loss, then you would be moved over, moved over into a cash position or a cash equivalent position. And we would sit there in cash waiting for the market to hit support 
And then when the market hits support and bounces back up, we buy back in and ride it up to the top. So that's how we're able to sustain the good returns that we have on our client base. And that's also how we're able to get really good referrals because we approach investing, as I just mentioned, on those three, uh, I don't know if you call them, I would call them three highways. You know, one, we're fiduciary. Two, we're going to be faith-based. And three, we're going to be good stewards of God's money. And we're, we're not only just going to invest it and, and make zero percent, but, you know, we're going to make a good return on God's money because it all belongs to God anyway, right? Absolutely. That's right. Um, you know, I found this in God's Word um, out of First Peter chapter 1. <clears throat> I think it really relates to what you're saying. It says, therefore, especially now, prepare your minds for action. Be sober-minded. Set your hope fully on the grace given to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. And uh, this is a time to do serious business with God. Uh, do you feel that people are getting, um, in our next moment or two here, do you feel that people are getting good financial teaching at church? <clears throat> I, w I would say that... that uh, <laughs> You're kind of putting me on the spot here because I'm a <laughs> pastor myself. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to say nationwide. I'm going to say 90% of the time, no. Okay. Um, pastors do a very good job of preaching tithe and preaching giving. Now, I'm not knocking that. They should because that's part of what we're commanded to do. But, you know, Proverbs 23, uh, 27, chapter 27, verse 23 really sternly cautions us to to not only just know where we are investing but in what we are investing and closing our eyes to sin buried within an investment fund just because it's buried inside that mutual fund or inside that investment portfolio is just simply not a good excuse uh, we need to be accountable and I don't think pastors across the country are doing a good job of teaching people about finances and how to be faith-based in their investments. If you would like Anthony and Aaron to screen and clean your stocks and, uh, if needed, move them to something you can feel good about, you can do that right now. Have you downloaded Anthony's free book yet? It's free. You can download it in a matter of moments. It's faith-based investing, and you can get it today at investmentpreacher.com. That's investmentpreacher.com, just like it sounds. Or you can send him an email at info at retirement specialtygroup.com and Tom let me let me say this too so the people don't get confused when they go to investmentpreacher.com it's going to right off the bat on the front of the screen it's going to ask them to enter the information to have their portfolio and have their stock screened once they say yes they want that screened they automatically are going to get my book for free oh good hey thanks for clarifying that very good well we're up against a quick break and we'll be back with more in a moment Hi, I'm Anthony Wright. I'm a minister as well as a faith-based financial advisor. Are you as serious about your faith as I am? Of course you are. That's why I'm reaching out to you today. Are you aware last year there were billions of dollars of Christians' money that funded abortions, pornography, and anti-family lifestyle? I want you and I to change that. It's great that you're investing for the future, but do you really know what your money is funding? So here's your invitation. To download a copy of my free book, go to investmentpreacher.com. That's investmentpreacher.com. Or call me at 931-RETIRED. I'll screen your investment portfolio for you, and I'll let you find out exactly what your investments are funding. There's no 
no obligation. There's no pressure. My goal is to just keep God's blessings on your investments, taking scripture and applying practical step-by-step investment principles. So visit my website now, investmentpreacher.com. That's investmentpreacher.com and download your free copy of my book, Faith-Based Investing. You're saving and investing for the future, and that's good. While you build and save, have you ever stopped to think, where does my money actually go? Am I investing in things I don't believe in? We have answers. This is Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. Whether you're looking for wisdom on your retirement income, or maybe annuities or life insurance, wealth accumulation, or if you just need help protecting the assets you have during these turbulent days, stay with us for practical answers you can use today. You found it. This is Faith-Based Investing with Anthony and Aaron Wright. Hey guys, I was reviewing your website again recently, and um, uh, there's so many great resources there, by the way. Uh, why don't you describe what a risk analysis is all about? Yeah, sure. Uh, what a risk analysis essentially is, is we take your current investments and we put them through what's called a stress test for your finances. You know how you go, a lot, everybody here has a doctor, I'm sure, listening that can hear my voice. If you go to the doctor, they, they do a stress test on your body, and what do they do? They put you on a treadmill, and you run, right? Well, with your, with your finances, the stress test, we take everything, and we look and we put it through a current scenario like uh, that happened back in March of 2020 or 2008 when the market crashed and plummeted. Mm-hmm. So we will put you through that stress test in your finances and say, all right, you know, here's what would happen if that situation arose and here's how much you stand to lose uh, in your portfolio. So that essentially is the risk assessment. So we know how much risk is there and then we might come to you and say, hey, you know, depending on where you are, what your what your risk tolerance, what your goals are, hey, this might, you know, either this is right you know, from a fiduciary standpoint, or you might want to consider reducing some of your risk. Uh, one of the things that I've seen, you know, in my career, I've been doing it for going on 10 years now. Uh, most most people, I'd say probably 90, 95% uh, that I put through that stress test, buddy, it, it just, it makes their eyes about pop out when I show it to them how much that portfolio would lose. Because most people don't realize how much they are at risk, how much they are hmm. exposed. And that's because they're, you know, we were talking about it in a segment before. They're dealing with somebody that is not fiduciarily obligated to them and doing what's best. And they just sell them something. They just get sold a bill of goods and and it's not right. It's not what's best for them. So they get they get immediately, they're like, wow, you know, I had no idea I could lose that much. And you know, I want to I want to get into something that's that's Christian based, that's faith based, and and has those algorithms and those stop losses around it. So it's you know more hands on and more conservative, and I don't have all that risk there, that exposure. Uh, so that way, you know, limiting how much your your portfolio can lose goes a big way um, as far as gains go, because a lot of people are just focused most of the time on how much their portfolio is making. How much have I made this month? How much have I made? You know, gains, gains, gains. But a lot of people, they, they don't think about the loss and how that plays in and how that might factor into their to their gains. So the loss actually hurts you a lot more. So then gains will help. So limiting that hmm. loss is huge 
as far as returns in the portfolio go. So definitely go through through that. Let us let us talk with you, get an assessment of your goals and, and your concerns and you know, let's put it through that risk allies, that test and see where you are. That's such good advice. You know, it's been six months now, and I know my situation may not translate to uh, the people listening today, but, uh, you know, very well may that they may have a better experience. But uh, you've managed a big chunk of our finances for uh, six months, and I am constantly amazed from day to day how what you've done has outperformed the money that I was not able to move over. Remember, there was a a fund that... uh, uh, was not eligible for active management, and I wasn't able to. Oh yeah, it. but yeah. and so I could see. Okay, that one did this, but you guys did this, and and uh, I, I will say, in spite of COVID and everything else, twenty twenty was a very good year, and uh, I'm thankful to you guys for that. And it's faith based, doesn't that? I mean, that makes you feel good. That's where it all begins. I'm mean, just yeah. feeling a sense of God's approval. I mean, what's better than that? You know, Tom, if for those that are listening today, if if you don't mind, I'd like to give them just a just a brief snapshot because I know here at the new year we might be reaching people for the very first time and I happen to have a stock screener here in front of me that if if you don't mind, I'd like to run through it because this stock screener when when this gentleman heard us on the radio mm-hmm. and first come to us, he had been in the ministry like 38 years. And he had just swore up and down that there was nothing I was going to find, that it was just going to be all clean investments. And so earlier, I made a statement that just closing your eyes to sin that's buried inside this investment fund is not the best solution. And and so I would kind of like to give the folks that are listening today a visual of that. And in this particular portfolio, he had an investment fund called Invesco, QQQ, and inside that investment fund, I mean, he's a minister. He has no idea what's inside that fund. I mean, he just looks at that. He just looks at that investment fund and goes, "Okay, well, hey, this is what I did this year, and okay, this is this is what I did last year." And he'd been playing that game for thirty-eight years of his life, and all of a sudden, you know, he comes across Aaron and I on the radio. And so he sends us his statements and we screen it. Well, 78.5% of this fund is funding abortions, sexual entertainment, Hmm. sexual lifestyles, which is the same-sex marriage and LGBTQ, and uh, pornography. So you can imagine here this, this man had been a minister for 38 years of his life. And you can imagine, well, so those that are listening are like, well, wow, how in the world does that happen? Well, you have to understand that these publicly traded companies, they're large companies, and these large cap companies cannot just go out here and write a check for $100 million and not report that. So they have to report that on an annual 10K report, and our software goes out there and scans these these annual 10K reports and that's how we get this information to know where their money's going. And then, because they most of them give to a charitable 501c3, well, these charitable 501c3s have to report the money as well. So it tracks that down, and that's how we know where it's going. So out of that 78.5%, you might say, well, how in the world um, 
is that even possible? Because this particular Invesco QQQ fund had right at $60 billion. Well, if you just round 78.5 up to 80, 80% of a $60 billion portfolio is a lot of money. Yes, it is. And so, wow. Yeah. So, you know, imagine if everybody in that portfolio would care enough about God's word and about and about walking that faith walk that they would screen their portfolio. Imagine how much money we would take away from the pornography industry, from the same-sex marriage industry, from the sexual entertainment industry, from the abortion industry. It would be in the billions of dollars that we would take. And you know, when you stop their funding, you stop their their what they stand for because without money they can't operate and so without doubt i'm always asking you know people say well well what what stocks is inside that fund what's doing that well just to name some of these companies on here it's amazon we got microsoft in this fund we got apple in this fund facebook is in this fund google is in this fund intel is in here cisco comcast now that cisco is the cisco c-i-s-c-o i I know there's two or three different spellings of the food company yeah right not the food company um comcast pepsi adobe netflix paypal texas instrument amgen well as people are listening today they're probably sitting there going well golly i mean what else is there left (laughs) You know, well, I mean, what else can we invest in? So I just really want to encourage the listeners that are listening today that if I named some of the top, probably top 50 that we really use on the faith-based side, you would be surprised. Um, It's companies like Chick-fil-A and Hobby Lobby. Now, for full disclosure, Chick-fil-A and Hobby Lobby is not a publicly traded company. They're still privately held. But there mm-hmm. are some very large household companies like Chick-fil-A and like Hobby Lobby that you just don't know it because they don't come out and beat their drum that we're a Christian-run company, we're a faith-based company, and they don't want to get out there and take the chance of of get you know scrutinized by the media because they don't support same-sex marriage, because they won't support abortion, and so... But we know who they are, and we have a we have an entire list of them. Like I told you, it's somewhere around. I mean, I can't, I don't just sit and count them, but it's somewhere around nineteen hundred to twenty one hundred. I mean, it's it. There is a lot of companies out there that are Christian based. They have great returns. They're running good, solid financials. They're large cap funds. They're mid cap funds, and they're extremely good investments and have a lot of upside potential. Some of them are, you know, good dividend-paying stocks. And if I named them on the air, everybody would know them. And so a lot of times the way it goes down is I will screen the portfolio or Aaron will screen the portfolio, and we'll say, okay, it's dirty, so would you like for us to clean it? They always pretty much 99% of the time they say, yes, go ahead and clean it. So we clean it, and then I'd say a couple of weeks later, once we get the money moved over and we invest it, they will call up and they will say, wow, well, I didn't realize that company was faith-based. Wow, well, I didn't realize this company was (laughs) faith-based. And I shop there all the time. I didn't know they were (laughs) faith-based. 
And so, so I just want people that are listening today. Sometimes when you're listening on the radio, it's hard to get a visual. Right. And I, I don't, I don't want people to think that these that these little are just little faith based companies that, you know, some guys operating out of his out of his basement. You know, no, folks, these are large, huge, large cap. We're talking over eleven billion dollars. I mean, huge, large cap companies mid-cap companies. I mean, we're talking major companies on the stock exchange. When you log into your account with your username and password and you see the name of them that we're trading, and you're going to be making, you know, great returns. And, and thank God Tom and his family, they're, they're outpacing a lot of the secular world. And we hear that all the time. I had a phone call earlier this week from a gentleman that listens to us on the radio, and he said, I'm going to refer a friend to you out of Florida because he said, you know, you guys have just killed it on on the faith based yeah. side, and he said you've outpaced my secular side by fifty percent, and so he's referring friends, you know, a friend to us to to help them. So I just kind of wanted to paint a picture to to the listening audience that these are big, massive companies, and when you hear that, you know, Microsoft, Apple, Google, Amazon, Intel, you're sitting there thinking, well, golly gee, what else is left? Yeah. <laughs> so so there's a lot more left and they will not bend and they will not give in to the pressure of same sex marriage, LGBTQ, abortion lobbyists. They're just not going to do it. They're they're going to hold true to their faith values. We screen them every single month and if we catch them slipping any money against our faith uh beliefs, we will just simply sell them out of the portfolio, we'll remove them from the portfolio and we won't use them anymore. We've got about a minute or so here. Uh, if somebody goes to the website and goes, you know, I want to sniff around this idea of faith-based investing, uh, do they need to read your book, or what's the next step people could take? No, they don't. Um, they just go to investmentpreacher.com, and immediately it's going to pop up there to go ahead and, and go ahead and let us run your, your stock screener mm-hmm. because it's free. So we do this as a service to you, our listening audience. And it's free. So you'll just enter your name and your email address, and then Aaron and I will be back in touch with you. Our staff will call you. They'll set you on the calendar. But the moment you say, yes, screen my stocks, here's my first name, here's my last name, and here's my phone number, and here's my email address, and you hit send, you will get an email faster than you can blink your eye, and it's going to be my book. It's a PDF version of my book called faith-based investing and um it's free so you get you get bam bam you get you get double shot for your money so you're going to get the free stock screener and as soon as you hit submit you're going to get an email and that email is going to give you my book a pdf version of my book and both of them are free and no obligation to you so take advantage of that go out to investmentpreacher.com and let us screen your stocks today Well said, my friend. This is Faith-Based Investing with Anthony and Aaron Wright, and we'll be back after this quick pause for the cause. Hi, I'm Anthony Wright. I'm a minister as well as a faith-based financial advisor. Are you as serious about your faith as I am? Of course you are. That's why I'm reaching out to you today. Are you aware last year there were billions of dollars of Christians' money that funded abortions, pornography, and anti-family lifestyle? I want you and I to change that. It's great that you're investing for the future, but do you really know what your money is funding? 
So here's your invitation. To download a copy of my free book, go to investmentpreacher.com. That's investmentpreacher.com. Or call me at 931-RETIRED. I'll screen your investment portfolio for you, and I'll let you find out exactly what your investments are funding. There's no obligation. There's no pressure. My goal is to just keep God's blessings on your investments, taking scripture and applying practical step-by-step investment principles. So visit my website now, investmentpreacher.com. That's investmentpreacher.com and download your free copy of my book, Faith-Based Investing. It's a family business, and you can call Anthony, Aaron, and the team and say, hey, I'd like to have a quick chat about our family finances. There are two kinds of people in the world, people who have some kind of financial plan going and people who are going, I'm just going to wing it. Be sure to leave your name and phone number when you call, and believe me, you'll feel a lot better when you know that you've got a plan in place, and better yet, one that honors God. So, guys, I'm going to put this up to either one of you here. Um, What do you say to the person who goes, you know, my current plan is pretty comfortable and changing it is just not worth the trouble. Yeah, man. I mean, I would say, you know, at that point, I mean, obviously if you're, if you're not wanting to open your eyes to what it's funding, what your money's going to, and at least taking a look at it, then probably not going to be a good, a good fit or a good client for us we're 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 really trying to just educate and get the the word out there as far as what you're what you're in and what you're supporting you know after that if you if you want to change it fine and if not that's okay too but ultimately we're on that mission to to get money away from the wicked things of the world and and give it to the righteous and the good things um in in the world in in the word Mm -hmm. (laughs) sorry and supporting the right stuff but you know, and again, there's so many things that go into it when we talk to a client as far as they, they might think they have a good plan in place. Uh, but, you know, once I talk to them and really get to understand them and what they're wanting to do goal wise and maybe some of their concerns, you know, that's happened several times in my career where, you know, yeah, I've got a great plan. I've got it all figured out. And then we sit there and we talk and I'm like, well, if that's your goal, uh, if you're wanting to retire, you know, next year, how come you've got this, you know, in your portfolio and (laughs) and some things kind of start to pop up that they didn't necessarily know was an issue. And that's, that's why you come to a professional like, you know, myself or my father, who's fiduciary, because we're gonna, we're gonna really sit down and look at it all uh, from a different perspective or or a different set of eyes, so to speak, kind of give you a second opinion on things and and look no no pressure at all if you don't you know we're not going to push or pressure anybody that's just not what we do and you know certainly wouldn't want you to to feel like you had to make a change but if you're serious about funding the right things if you're serious about having your money line up with god's word and your morals as a christian then you're talking you know you're going to be talking to the right people because that's what our mission is and that's where our our you know, goals lie is getting that stuff lining up with God and and managing your money uh, the right way. You know, we were talking about some of the these big name stocks, these big name companies out there that are huge billion dollar like Facebook and Netflix and Google and, you know, all these huge billion dollar companies, but they're all dirty. And so one of the most common things that I get asked as an advisor is, well, doesn't, you know, if these are all dirty, 
you know, we put you put me in good Christian companies. Isn't that going to hurt me on my options and what I can choose in my return? And I would say, isn't that common for you? Do you get Very that? Very much so. Yeah, it's it's something that that a lot of people ask us. And mm-hmm. you know, to be honest, that is the farthest thing from the truth that there is because there's a whole lot of options to choose from that are clean. You know, I'd say there's about not of all the stocks that are publicly traded. I think we did it. We did a, a, a number of crunch on this, and it came back like ninety three percent of all the publicly traded stocks are faith based. Did you so ninety three percent of all the publicly traded stocks are Christian faith based companies. The other seven are dirty. Your Facebook, your Netflix, your Google. Hmm. So you and have sometimes that challenges people. That does because they think that the other way around. No, they it's think not. Ninety three percent of them are dirty. Right, but ninety three percent. That's why I want to make sure I'm clear on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ninety three percent are clean Christian companies. So we will put you in those ninety three op ninety three percent options, mm-hmm. and then the way that you get the return on a portfolio. It's not this, these big billion-dollar names, Facebook, Netflix. You know they're not going to get you the good returns that you're looking for. What you what you have to do in order to produce that is it's how number one you want to make sure it lines up with your philosophy. That's important and that's crucial. But you want to you want it to be managed properly and it's got to be watched uh, on a daily basis. It's how it's managed. So we put it through through our active managing style. Where instead of it being this, you know, hey, I need to invest. All right, well, we're just going to put you in the market and hope for the best. Like a, it's called a, that type of mentality is a buy and hold strategy or buy and hold mentality. Most of your, most of the clients that I meet with that I talk to uh, over my career, you know, they're they're passive. It's buy and hold strategies. Your advisor on the, each corner, you know, they're, whatever, however you want to look at it, they're. Very few advisors use that active approach. So what we use here is called tactical active managing. And what that does is it it allows you, the investor, the option to have your money actively watched by, you know, four money managers, myself included, every single day, 24-7, you know, 365, that money is watched and managed by professionals that put algorithms, mathematical algorithms around it, stop loss protection. Those are some of the tools that active managing brings to you, the investor. So it's much more hands-on approach to managing than these passive buy and hold mutual fund, you know, cookie cutter plans that 90% of investors are in. Um, It's just a totally different approach to managing and that tom is what translates into performance is how it's managed i love that and if you're interested in finding out more there's absolutely no obligation when you go to the website it's investmentpreacher.com just check it out check the uh great resources that you're going to find there and and uh pray about it you know we are held to us to an account to be stewards we are stewards whether we consider ourselves to be stewards or not And it is required of a steward to be found faithful. Here's a verse I just want to challenge our listeners to check into this coming week. It is 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17. 
It says, Therefore, come out from their midst and be separate, says the Lord, and do not touch what is unclean, and I will welcome you. It's powerful stuff. I mean, I think that's really important for us to, uh, to wrestle with. You know, Tom, the other thing I would, I would say to the listeners is you don't really know until you take advantage of our free offer. I mean, it isn't going to cost you anything for us to screen your stocks, to screen your portfolio, to screen your mutual funds, and just simply tell you, you're clean, no harm, no foul. Yeah. But what if you're dirty? Okay, then that's back to what the verse of Scripture you just shared there. If you're dirty, then you're going to have to answer before God himself because his money is funding the very things that the Bible preaches against. So no harm, no foul if you're clean, but at least take step one and say, well, at least tell me, guys, am I clean or am I dirty? And so in order to do that, you just go to investmentpreacher.com and right there on the screen, it'll say for your free mm-hmm. stock screener, enter your your name, your first name, your last name, your phone number, and your email. And then when you hit submit, then our staff will be in touch with you to get you an appointment with Aaron and our I. And then we'll we'll screen them for you. We'll get them screened, and if if they're dirty, we'll clean them. So we we screen them and clean them. <laughs> um, but you're also going to get a free copy of my book. As soon as you hit submit, you're going to get an automated email with the PDF version of my book. And the name of my book is called Faith Based Investing. So you're getting you're getting two shots for the price of one, and it's free. Both of them are free. So. Uh, you know, I wouldn't procrastinate. I would say if you're listening to us and you say, well, wow, guys, you know, I didn't realize that my investments were dirty or I didn't realize I could have that type of impact because a lot of a lot of people, Tom, wonder as a Christian, you know, what is it I can do for the kingdom of God? What What is it I can do? What yeah. role can I play? Well, you can stop these funds from funding these abortion clinics and these sex trafficking and and the LGBT movement would be stopped if we just quit funding them. So that, you know, just take the next step and, and go out there and say, yes, screen my stocks. At least tell me if they're clean or dirty. If they're clean, no harm, no foul. You can sleep good at night. If they're dirty, then you've got a decision to make. Okay, they're dirty. I need to clean them. So that's where I would start, and that's where I would go. If you're just listening to the radio program Today, you probably don't have a clue if you're clean or dirty because nobody does. You know, I shared earlier the pastor had been a pastor for 38 years. He didn't have a clue, and he thought his were clean. (laughs) So, you know, go go out there and and let us us screen them, and if if you need to, then we'll clean them for you. Well, everybody can obey, you know, and in, I believe, the book of John, it says, if you love me, keep my commandments. And, And, you know, that's something we all can do. We can obey God. So I, I'm with you. There are a lot of people out there, and myself included, going, well, what can I really do that's going to make a difference today? And that's one thing you can do. So go to the website, investmentpreacher.com. Pick up the phone and call 931-RETIRED and get your questions answered. Again, no obligation. It's all free. And, you know, you're all done eating turkey at Thanksgiving and opening gifts at Christmas and celebrating the Advent. Now it's time to... Uh, do some spring cleaning on your finances. We'll be back with more right after this. It's not enough to simply save for retirement. It's important to invest in positive fund options that God can bless. 
That's why we're here. This is Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. And we're into our final segment in what is absolutely the fastest hour of the week for me. We're talking to Anthony and Aaron Wright, and this is Faith-Based Investing. Guys, what would you say is the biggest fear that uh, investors are wrestling with, the people you're talking to right now? I would say the biggest fear right now is people just don't know what the you know political yeah. scene is going to look like I, right I just i mean nine out of ten people i talk to on a daily basis are oh what do you think is going to happen with the you know political race and what do you think is going to happen with the presidential race and the senate race and so right now politics seems to be the number one thing leading on people's minds and they wonder how it's going to affect their 401k their ira their investment account you know they're they're concerned am i going to lose money and you know, the last segment, Aaron talked about a buy and hold strategy, and I just kind of want to back up and touch on that on this segment so that people really understand what he's saying there. 98% of the financial advisors in this country do a buy and hold strategy. That means that they're just going to take your money, put it in a mutual fund, put it in a stock, put it in an ETF, whatever they're going to put it in, and they just sit and they wait. And whatever you have 15 years from now is what you have. Whatever you have 30 years from now is what you have. So there's no management done to it. It's just put in there. It's just left in there. And if they're a stockbroker, you got to be real careful that six months into it, they call you up and say, hey, this one did pretty good. We need to, we need to cash in on these gains and move it over here. Well, two things just happen when they do that. <laughs> one, they get another fee for a trade. And two, you got to pay capital gains because they sold you out. And, and if there's any gain in it, then you have to pay the, the capital gains on it. So you got to be real careful with these buy and hold strategies because that's how they make their money. Now, the way Aaron and I make our, our money is we charge an advisory fee, and we're on, we're on the side of the table like your attorney. We're fiduciary. We're not sales-oriented. We're performance-oriented. So if we doubled your portfolio this year, we would double our paycheck because we are performance. We have an mm -hmm. assets under management fee that gets, that gets wrapped around that portfolio divided by 12, and that's how we get paid. But we may trade your account. And we may not trade your account. We don't get paid per trade. We're going to trade your account based upon performance. And so we keep the client happy, one, by keeping them in faith-based stocks, and two, good stewards of God's money and making them money. And as we've said many times on this program, we are indeed fiduciary, and that is the only way we're going to have it. I love that. You know, I remember one day... Um Years ago, I was managing my own little 401k, which I was thankful for, our family's 401k. And uh, there was a drop-down menu. There was only like eight choices you could choose back then. And there was a drop-down menu. It said institutional. So I clicked on it. <clears throat> Nothing happened. So I went to the um, office manager and I said, so what's this institutional thing? Is that something? Oh, no, that's not for you. And so one of the biggest happy surprises when I moved our family finances over to faith-based investing was that you guys are institutional and there are a whole bunch of advantages that come with, even for a small potatoes investor like me. Yeah, and, and you know, one of, those, one of those is obviously we get much lower fees because mutual funds that your buy and hold person buys into, they're extremely expensive. So on our side of the table, on the institutional side, the other benefit you get is you're going to be trading. You're going to be trading with people that I think you know when when our entire portfolio trades, it's real close to a billion dollars. So you know if you've got a forty thousand dollar portfolio with us, 
you're going to get traded and you're going to get treated with the billion dollar guy. And wow. you're going to get tra- you're going to get tra- you're going to treated and you're going to get traded just like the guy that's got a million dollars in his account. You're going to get treated just like the guy that's got 4 million dollars in his account. So even though you're a small guy at $40,000, you're still going to be traded and treated with the same respect as the guy that's got the $4 million account. That is a beautiful benefit of this because you're going to be making the same returns that he does, and you're going to be making the same return on, on your money that, that they're making on theirs. So you're you're entering the, the dance floor with the big boys, and you're going to dance with the big boys, even though technically there are financial advisors out there that won't even take you on as a client if you don't have at least $250,000. So, you know, so, I mean, here, Aaron and I, I mean, we work with people, you know, as long as you're trying, as long as you're trying to get ahead, you know, $30,000, $40,000, we, we'll go ahead and take you on because we simply just want to clean it up. So if it's dirty, we it's kind of like more like a ministry to us. We want to mm-hmm. take the wealth of the wicked and put it into the hands of the righteous companies so that they're doing good things with the money. So we'll take a we'll take a client on as a client just to clean it up where most of the time financial advisors wouldn't even touch them because they're under the 250 threshold. So you're getting the same treatment at forty, fifty thousand dollars, that that guy with two hundred fifty thousand is going to get, or or that guy with four hundred thousand in his four hundred one k is going to get, uh, and you know we even go up to four or five million. So you know if you've got a a, four, a guy sitting here that's got four or five million in his account, you're not going to treat him any different than the person with the forty thousand. So that is a that is a very nice thing about being on the institutional side. Well, it says a lot about you as well, and it's something I really appreciate. The more I study this stuff. Uh, one of the things you mailed, actually emailed me a while back, talks about lazy money, something that I hadn't really thought about quite that way before. Can you touch on that a bit? Oh, lazy money that's not in the market. A lot of times people will put their cash like in CDs for 1%. <laughs> you know, that don't even keep up with inflation. I think inflation is growing at 3%. Yeah. So by the time you take a 1% payout and pay the taxes on it, you're not, I mean, you're going backwards. So lazy money is what's is is money that's sitting in a checking account, sitting in a savings account, sitting in a CD, sitting in an old 401k where you used to work. I just don't know what to do with it and you're making nothing per year. It's just sitting there because it's in a buy and hold strategy. So uh, I have rolled over a lot of those. People say, "You know, I got I had this 401k. I I worked at, uh, you know, Southwest Airlines for 15 years, and I just let it sit there. So we'll go in and roll it over and actively manage it and put it to work for you. So lazy money is going to be money that is that is either on the sidelines doing nothing at all, or it's going to be involved in a, in a very poor buy-and-hold strategy, and it's just not going to be producing enough to even keep up with inflation and, and make it worth anything. So we're able to take that money put a good, strong, active plan together and make it work for you. Good. You know, whenever there's fear in the market, which I think there is some right now just with all the political instability, I always think about gold, silver, and precious metals. What are you telling people about in terms of that now? Uh, yeah, precious metals are, are a good thing. I think it's a, it's a good hedge against inflation to have in the portfolio, you know, where you, where you get a little, you kind of go off the deep end sometimes if you put everything you've got in one particular precious metal or you know you don't you know the old saying you don't want to have all your eggs in one basket right mm-hmm. so you don't want to put everything in that one 
you know, you don't want to have everything you got in gold. But definitely having it in your portfolio is not a bad thing. Having some gold or some silver um, in in your entire, you know, your portfolio, that's a good thing. That's that's one option that you could use um, to do with that lazy money and instead of it sitting in a, in a savings account or a, a CD doing nothing and not even keeping up with inflation, gold and, and silver is a, is a good option for you to, to put some of that in and, and at least get some something out of it, you know, good. is hey, one option. I was just looking at the clock and realized we were in our last uh, moment or two here. Anthony, you want to take us out, tell people how people can connect? Yeah, yeah. If you know, if you want to find out if you're clean or dirty, uh, most people don't know. So, if if you have invested assets, so as long as you got you know a brokerage account, IRA, four hundred one k, you got to have something for us to do something with it, right? <laughs> so, as long as you have an investment account and you would like to know, do my stocks line up with my faith and with my biblical belief? If you'll go to investmentpreacher.com, that's investmentpreacher.com. And right there on the screen, it's going to say, for your free screener, enter your information here. So you'll just enter your first name, last name, phone number, and email address, and then you submit it. And our staff will reach out to you. They'll set you an appointment with me or Aaron, and then we'll get in touch with you. And uh, immediately when you hit submit, though, you're going to get a link that's a PDF version of my book. So we also give you a free book for allowing us to screen your stocks. And if they're if they're dirty... We'll be happy to clean them for you. So go to investmentpreacher.com and get started today. Very good. Well, that's it for today's edition of Faith-Based Investing with Anthony and Aaron Wright. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you, and we'll see you next week. This is FBI, Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. Do you know where your investment dollars are going? Anthony's team will screen your current investment portfolio. You can always count on receiving the three C's. Anthony's plan for you is customized, comprehensive, and complimentary. Anthony is a financial advisor and an ordained minister. He'll show you how to build an investment plan God can bless. Applying proven scriptural investment principles. Keeping your money from funding anti-biblical companies. Invest with confidence and be equally yoked. To get your free faith-based investing book from Anthony downloaded free, go online to investmentpreacher.com. Just like it sounds, that's investmentpreacher.com for your free book. Or call 931-RETIRED. Tell a friend and listen next week for Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright, the Investment Preacher.